Every day, 22 veterans lose their battle to post-traumatic stress on American soil. That's one veteran every 65 minutes. The rates for the active duty individual services per 100,000, according to the report, were 23 for the Army, 23.1 for the Marine Corps, 14.4 for the Air Force, and 13.4 for the Navy. The Veteran Administration statistics confirm 22 veterans a day are succumbing to suicide on American soil. The total number of those losing their battle grows larger with each day. Research and treatments are not able to be done. The Military Suicide Awareness 22 a Day movement is the advocacy action network and the natural next step to the mission of the Military Veteran Project. Military Suicide Awareness gives a voice to the vast network of volunteers, donors, and participants involved in the work of the Military Veteran Project. Events are organized by ambassadors and are unique in every way, from small groups of people at local malls, hundreds of people uniting together at parks, schools, and even at parades in your hometown, to a small awareness movement at city, county, or state facilities, to help the movement grow, spread the awareness in our communities. By becoming an ambassador, you will receive photos, pamphlets, and other items to educate the community of the reality of military suicide. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nielsen Show. It is September 18th, 2022. And this episode is going to be a little bit different than most that I've done. Um, the other day on the 17th, another one of our warriors was laid to rest here. And I know this goes on more than just right here in the little hometown county of Utah County. But we lost another one, Mr. Neil Anthony Curry succumbed to his demons, uh, served valiantly as an army ranger. And I have a little story here from an article here, and it goes, Neil Anthony Curry, a social media influencer, gun advocate, and owner of Ready Gunner and Orm, died Saturday, his wife Casey Curry confirmed on Instagram. On Tuesday, she also shared a link to funeral details and an account that says her husband took his own life which had not previously been revealed. Neil Curry, 42, and a Linden resident, was a father of six and a former Army Ranger who served five tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Quote, although Neil lived that many, what many considered to be the perfect life, it is also important that people know that there was another side of him that reminds all of us that life is never as perfect as it seems and that the struggles we face in life, especially those of soldiers, who have seen the horrors and trauma of combat, are real no matter who we are and what our lives seem like on the exterior, says a statement signed by Casey Curry and family. Quote, Neil struggled like many of you with the unseen wounds that follow soldiers home from war and continue to live within the recesses of their psyche for the rest of their lives. Long after the battles are over and the accolades of their service go silent. Although Neil was able to compartmentalize this part of his life most of the time, the struggle would periodically surface and become an internal war, which, un not unlike combat, sees days of triumph and days of loss. 
Despite his incredible ability to fight and preserve, Neil unfortunately and ultimately lost this war and took his life on September 10th and tragically became one of many in a long line of statistics that has come to be a long-term and painful reminder of the costs of our 20-plus years of war. Neil Curry had 68,000 Instagram followers. He posted photos from his gun shop, his family's outdoors adventures, and his various business endeavors. In July, Curry documented the opening of his Black Rifle Coffee Company in Spanish Fork, thanking Evan Handler, founder of the Orm Company, for his trust and support. He also documented family life, including videos of his kids' first days back to school and his playful prank hiding in a walk-in clothing closet to scare his wife. She shared recordings of his family's outdoor adventures, including hunting and whitewater rafting trips. On September 9th, the day before his death, Curry posted videos of himself surfing. The comments go, My heart is shattered, Neil. I love you, brother. I'm in disbelief. I met Neil and Cass just a few years ago, and I instantly knew how special they were. My heart is shattered, and I couldn't imagine in a million years getting this news. I am praying for you guys. Neil, you are a good man. You have a solid heart. You don't have a mean bone in your body. I love you. I'll miss you. Your kindness and sound of your laugh is my favorite memory over all these years. I have no doubt you are at rest, and I will see you on the other side. Deepest sympathy and condolences to the entire family. Neil was such a fun guy to follow. Even though I only knew him through social media, he'll be missed. Casey Curry's statement said she shattered the cause of death information. Primarily, oh, she shared the case, the cause, sorry. Shared the cause of death information primarily to show that despite the fact that many soldiers live among us, as our family members, loved ones, and closest friends, the pain and scars they carry with them are real, and many continue to struggle no matter what kind of life they may live or how successful they are. The ones fighting their own personal battles aren't only those isolated or show the signs of struggle in their outward daily lives. They are our husbands, fathers, children, and friends who largely hide those pieces of themselves from the public and primarily in times of stress or periodically in the painful reminders of their service surface and only we can see in the midst of our collective grief and if there is any positive that can be derived from this tragic event it is my profound hope that we can all become more vigilant and seeing the signs that someone needs help and offer it to those that we see living through these struggles if you are personally struggling ask for help and see that there's a better alternative to choosing a path that destroys the lives of loved ones and friends and leaves a hole that can never be filled no matter how much time passes, a path where we refocus our efforts to support our returning soldiers and end the cycle of veteran suicide in any way that we can. The Post also asked people to consider donating to War Fighter Made, which helps struggle veterans, struggling veterans with therapy, vehicle adaptation, and other tools to improve their lives. Those struggling with suicidal thoughts are urged to call the National Hotline at 988. And I know there's a lot of people, like say, if, at the average is 22 a day. It's a little more in certain services than others, but 22 is kind of the middle average of how many we're losing per day. And I've said this before numerous times that our military is really great at creating these soldiers and these warriors. 
But when they come back, they kind of more or less, in my opinion, get forgot about. And it's like, well, your service with us is done. Our our duty to take care of you is over. And they've known this for quite some time that this has been happening. And I don't know if it's just they don't have the will or just don't know how to deal with it. And in a lot of cases, there may not be an easy answer to fix what a lot of these guys have gone through and women. It's not just uh, the guys that have to deal with this. Yes, it is predominantly men that are in the military. There's also women that come back with the same problems. So it's not just looking at our military servicemen. It's also our service women. And there are also a lot of other great organizations. Um, there is the Till Valhalla Project. Uh, I, I kind of help with them just buying their products, you know, because then they can donate uh, proceeds and stuff like that to other organizations or projects they have going on as well. Um, I, I go around, I, I buy like t-shirts and different things from, cause a lot of these, uh, organizations are actual military service members that are vets that come back and, you know, that's, it's a great place for them to still have the camaraderie of other veterans and, you know, create a project that we can all buy and enjoy. Even if that's all you can do, and, you know, that's great too. If you can donate a little bit of money here and there to any one of these, uh, organizations, that's great too. I mean, realistically, you can go just search 22 a day and it'll pull up like a page of different things. Um, I don't know what else you could. I mean, like I say you can find the stuff. There's there's plenty of different ones. There's an Operation Homefront as well. Um, I actually have done some research with them. Talked to the uh, I don't know if it was the vice president, whoever it was I talked to. They basically can not because they don't spend a lot of money on advertising their their stuff. Any monies that are donated to Operation Homefront get spread around wherever they need the resources the most, but they can put 94% of whatever monies and stuff is donated to them straight towards the projects. They have a lower overhead than a lot of these other uh, organizations, I guess. And it just seems like you're getting more more bang for your buck on what they can do. And they do a bunch of different things for, like, getting uh, military families into homes, uh, their children. They do back-to-school organizational things where they can get them backpacks, school supplies, stuff like that with the money. Uh, you can also, if you want, if you get a hold of somebody, you can say, hey, I would like to... You know, use this money locally here where where you're at, you know, if you know people that need it or things that they may need locally in your area, they will do that for you. So that is just one that I found that I've I've really liked. Um Yeah, I mean you gotta kinda be careful. There are a lot of them out there. Uh and I think the the mission in general, though, is a good-hearted one. But depends on what you want a good majority of your money going towards. Um, like I say, some of these places still do a lot of good work, but they have a lot of overhead. You know, and they spend a lot of money in advertising and different things like that. 
that realistically don't get as much money to the veterans as some of these other ones. So, I mean, it's, it's up to you. It's your choice. But it's kind of one of those things that uh, you kind of forget about after a while. And until somebody, somebody here locally that, you know, I only met Neil one time back in the day when he first started ready gunner up in a little shop down off center street in Provo. Uh, only met him one time, but I, you know, I'd followed his stuff. Like a lot of people think, you know, it's like you kind of get a connection between people, at least the, what you perceive to be that person through their social media and all it's, you don't post the bad stuff. That's no fun, really. You know, you're always posting the good things. So a lot of times you really don't know that people are struggling with other things. Um, so it, it does make it hard, you know, to really be able to see this, this other side of them until, you know, you read an article in the paper or hears about it somewhere that, hey, this person took their own life. And it's not even just military people. It is our youth. I mean, um, the mental health, I think, in our country right now is really in a bad place. And I don't know what the answers are really to fix a lot of this stuff. We just have, you know, a lot of negative negativity everywhere. Um, everything seems to be politicized, unfortunately. And we just, we just got to figure out a way to deal with it, I guess, for the most part. And hopefully we can find an answer to solve a lot of this. Or at least get to a point where it's not as bad. I mean, that 22 a day, if we can just push farther, I guess, to try and reach out to different people. And I, I probably understand from a military service person's perspective. Uh, I, I haven't been in the military, so I can't say firsthand, you know, but I do respect the sacrifices that they have given so that the rest of us can enjoy our lives the way we want to. And with, you know, the freedoms we still have. But they, in the end, have given the ultimate sacrifice up to their own life. So at least the, the smallest amount we can do is to be able to donate a little bit here and there. It doesn't take a lot. You can, you know, if it's 20 bucks, you get a lot of people that can put in 20 bucks here and there, then great, you know. But Casey's asking you to consider donating to Warfighter Made. And that's probably, you know, an organization of people that they know. Um, like I say, just take a look at it, see what you think. And do what you can, I guess. That's my, that's the name of the game that any of us can do is just do what we can. And uh, with that, I don't think we need to dwell too much more on things we can't control at this point. So I'm going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back on The Nielsen Show.
So another organization I'd just like to talk about here is Warrior 12. It was founded by active and veteran law enforcement and military. Uh, they believe in providing more than just quality apparel. We believe in embracing the warrior mindset and the essence of what it means to stand on the thin blue line, serve in our military, or simply be a patriotic American. So on their site here, it tells you how it all started. It says Warrior 12 was founded in 2016 when a police officer teamed up with an artist who is a U.S. Army veteran to design shirts which represent patriotic American values. We believe in providing more than just quality apparel. We believe in embracing the warrior mindset and the essence of what it means to stand on the thin blue line, serve in our military, or simply be a patriotic American. Uh, they have, you know, because we want to talk about a little bit about suicide prevention, right? And it's not just our military that has to deal with this stuff. It is also our other warriors that are here serving our communities day in and day out. Our police officers, our firefighters, our EMS. I mean, even into our medical facilities that have to, I guess, engage with people that have gone through traumatic stuff. You know, car wrecks, uh, you know, any kind of mangling or even just domestic abuse, uh, people that are on drugs. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios that all these people right here in our own communities have got to deal with day in and day out that, you know, we don't see because we don't deal with that stuff. Unless you're in the law enforcement or EMT or, you know, something in that category that they firsthand have got to deal with that trauma that comes through their their lives. And it's it's a lot like our military vets that come back that have dealt with, you know, either killing people or seeing things that, you know, humans don't even understand happens in other countries. But right here at home, it's happening all around us all the time and we just don't understand that it's happening all the time because we don't see it ourselves. So not only do we need to worry about our veterans and their mental state, but we also need to think about, you know, our firefighters, our EMS, our policemen and women. I'm not leaving you out either. You all got to deal with the same stuff. But Warrior 12 kind of helps, you know, they've they've donated about 250 some odd thousand dollars towards different uh causes i guess you could say and uh i don't know just another thing if you if you like patriotic shirts as well i mean they've got a, a really big selection of all kinds of things on there um i think you can get like stickers i have like uh wristbands uh some dog tags too that i don't remember if i got it from them or not but it's like a 22 a day one so that might have been a different thing there but you know it's all it's all pretty similar to it's the same type of mission but I kind of try and spread out who I'm buying stuff from just to give, you know, all these organizations a little bit. Uh, but I get a, a great T-shirt or whatever from it, um, you know, catchy saying on them usually. I've got one that uh, says, in God we trust, guns are just for backup. 
you know, like I say, they, uh, just all kinds of patriotic type stuff like that. Blue Lives Matter stuff. You know, they've got their own Warrior 12 type stuff. Um, go check them out. Warrior12.com. Uh, if you're looking for any of that kind of stuff. Uh, Till Valhalla. I've, I've bought some different things from them, too. They're more military oriented. But you can even probably look around in your own uh, communities and find different places that are set up for uh, dealing with these kind of uh, mental health issues and stuff like that. For Just for your vets and your police and firemen and stuff like that. So just do a little digging. You can find it. So as we go on here. I'm going to kind of pivot a little bit here and go to, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a quick little break here and I'll be right back and we're going to go to our next subjects. So we all know that social media in general Pretty much is where everybody lives these days. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I've, I've gotten off of Facebook and just the free time that that has given me in my life has been a huge thing. Uh, it does suck that I can't have all my friends kind of kind of know what's going on in their lives, you know, especially people that don't live close to me anymore and just not being able to kind of somewhat communicate with a lot of the people I did across Facebook, you know, uh, and enjoy pictures of their friends and families and just, just everything that came with Facebook minus all the political stuff. I'm just as guilty. I was posting all kinds of political stuff, uh, would have plenty of debates with plenty of people about different things. <laughs> uh, but realistically, once I got rid of it, it was almost just kind of like, a weight lifted off my shoulders for the most part. I mean, I still have Instagram and some days I do spend way too much time on there. Just scrolling through like all, I mean, if you follow more than probably 10 different people on there, you just get inundated basically with just it's an information overload, basically. And you end up spending a lot of time on there. Next thing you know, you look at the clock and say, holy crap, I was, I swear I was only on there for like 10 minutes and almost an hour has gone by. So that kind of goes into my next little deal here. It is TikTok is making young girls go completely insane. Um, so this is just another aspect of the mental health problems we are having in this country and pro more than likely all around the world. But this one was a uh, a Timcast, I believe. Let's take a look here and see. Um, yeah, it's Timcast. Let's just see what they have to say here. Get it to load here. Oh, I guess we got to listen to a Subaru ad. <laughs> oh, you got to love advertising, right? Gonna make money somehow. All right, what time? We're about done. We're about. Oh, here we go. 
We have this story from the Daily Mail, addicted to being sad. Teenage girls with invisible illnesses, known as spoonies, post TikToks of themselves crying or in hospital to generate thousands of likes as experts raise concerns over internet-induced wave of mass anxiety. This is real. It's true that young women are getting depressed because of Instagram and TikTok. And as, as far as it goes with AOC, we were just talking about how she said she might not be alive in September, which to me is indication an indication of depression or severe, I don't know, what, what would you call it, like paranoia. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's possible that, you know, she's in the limelight in this position. If she starts putting out posts like any other individual susceptible to depression from these platforms and she's not getting the likes or the attention, she might get depressed. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing this now with teenage girls across the board. Well, and she is one of the most followed, like, has the biggest social media presence of any member of Congress. I mean, she has really cultivated her brand as being someone who is in touch with her followers. She does upgrades, updates through her Instagram live and through Twitter and things like that, like as well as shares her skincare routine and she sells fun merch. Like she is as much an influencer as she is a politician and public figure in so many ways. She's more an influencer. Right. Exactly. And so in some ways, you know, I could see if, she's won re-election and she's had this moment where she was sort of this fun golden girl for the left. Uh, and if any of those numbers drop, like if she's getting 80,000 likes on a photo instead of the 110,000, she's going to feel that burn so intensely the same way that, you know, teenage girls are susceptible to it too. But like, it is not just her identity. It's also her career. You see this throughout the history of YouTube. One day, a popular YouTuber will make a video saying, like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all you got to do is look at the views for their past videos, and you see them going down, and then yep. all of a sudden they snap. Yep. So people, it's, it's really amazing to me. I remember getting a message from someone. It happens all the time. And they'll be like, are your views down? And then I'll be like, yes. And they'll be like, dude, something's going on. I'm like, it's called summer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> summer happened. People went outside. Calm down. Yep. Like, you see, I see these trends all the time. And there are people who, you know, there was, should promote global warming so they stay inside. Well, I, I remember, yeah. uh, you know, like two years ago, it rained for a week straight on the East Coast across the board. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I got messages from people being like, dude, my views are cut in half. I'm panicking. Like, what's going on? I'm like, bro, the rain stopped. Everybody went outside for the of first course. time in a week. Calm down, man. Mm-hmm. But this is what happens to these young girls on, on social media. They'll post a picture of themselves, get 100 likes, and go, ooh, 100. The next day they get 80, they get depressed, they panic. Why aren't they getting likes? They delete the photo and repost one. Can I do better? Can I do better? Not realizing, bro, it's like two in the morning, people are asleep, calm down. I knew (laughs) girls who would, when they traveled out of the country, they would time their Instagram posts to go up. They'd like set alarm for like 3 a.m. So it was the correct time to post in America. They got the maximum likes. Like- I didn't even grow up with TikTok. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> right. And I think social media has really morphed, too, where not only are we seeking validation through the likes, but your depression and anxiety is affirmed through social media. Like, social media used to be a highlight reel for people's lives. You follow these influencers, but you know it's not real. Like, yeah. they're in Hawaii, but they're probably arguing with their boyfriends behind the scenes, whatever the case may be. Now, it's a trend to cry on social media. It's a trend to show your panic attacks, and that gets you millions of likes. Or having, like, anxiety coping. Like, here are my anxiety copes, or here's my OCD coping. Or who are right. these things that I think I'm doing that are actually very yeah. strange behaviors? Or yes. misspelling words. So, <laughs> do it too. Yeah. yeah so um, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's true that if you misspell a word in your title, you'll get more engagement as people want to correct you. Wow. So what happened is a bunch of YouTubers started intentionally misspelling words, like simple typos. Mm-hmm. And then little kids who were watching it started misspelling the words that way, thinking it was spelled correctly. Mm. Yeah, social media is is melting the brains of humanity. I yes, and 
uh, particularly young girls. <laughs> I did an episode one time because I was scrolling on on TikTok. I do have the app, regrettably, but I was scrolling it's through part it. It's part of your job. It yeah. is part of my job. But I kept getting videos of young girls who have Tourette's-like tics, and I kept getting them. And it's multiple girls, multiple girls, and I was getting recommended these videos. And upon watching them, found that several of them had the exact same tic. So I started looking into this, and doctors talking about it, and they actually had doctors saying these girls are being so heavily influenced by a mix of anxiety and TikTok. They are they are developing functional neurological disorders that are real that are real they're not just puppeting Yo. and parroting they're actually developing these anxiety induced tics. i'm a huge fan of video games but man we are tweaking our brains with modern technology yes no, but think it's like, like a big experiment dude the emotional development that teenagers are going through like part of being a teenager is looking at your peers around you and figuring out what the social norms are so if you're only being fed people who are behaving in you know maybe they really do have Tourette's and they have you know an issue and they're trying to talk about it or bring awareness but if you're constantly being served like i have anxiety i have depression i have Tourette's like you are then trained to be like maybe i do too and yep. you start seeing it anywhere because that's part of the emotional growth that teenagers are going through like yeah yep. we should keep them away from this stuff it's it's not like we shouldn't talk about mental health or anything like that but like we don't need to shove it down their throats so constantly that they become paranoid they themselves Absolutely. have these you know, issues. One of the things is that I've noticed is it's not so important how many followers you have, it's the quality of the followers. Are they really, why are they following you? Is it because they're really listening to what you're saying or is it because they want to laugh when you fall down? Yep. I don't want those people following me. And the, uh, the problem with social media is just the number shows on your page so they think more is better. But then you get the subscri direct subscribers. This is where you start to realize the quality of the follower uh, or the watcher or the viewer or whatever is much better because you might have 10,000 people paying you 10 bucks a month that he might have 10 million people watching, paying him nothing. Mm -hmm. He's way worse off. You're way better off with less followers, more quality. And um, hopefully young women, we can teach them that maybe through direct they don't realize well, and they see the internet as the beyond end all there's, I don't remember what study came out, but most young people like one in four want to yep. be social media influencers yep. this is a whole new area of the world that they are completely devoted to right and they will never have a break from it if that's the career they choose to pursue yeah it's an augmentation to your career social media no one is just gonna land on being a social media influencer and that's it because if your life is boring no one's gonna watch your social media you've yeah. got to do something cool with your life and then the social media will be there to show everyone or what you're you doing. have to sell all of your personal information you have to as a young teen mom start talking about your mm -hmm. past relationships or you know as you get married you have to give all the details of everything that's going on you have to sell who you are yeah. in order to please people which is a really morally corrupt way of living yeah i remember when i was younger and uh, you know like myspace first came out and stuff like that we were on i think it was like live journal was first yeah I mean, Zanka. I, yeah I, I was on CompuServe you know, because my family computers, so then you got AOL. Yeah. Then uh, with AOL, yeah, you had GeoCities and other sites that you could you could make your own site. Then eventually you got like LiveJournal. Then you got Friendster. You guys remember Friendster? Hell yeah. And then MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And I remember uh, Facebook came out and it was like all the cool kids started migrating to Facebook. And I would see these posts from people that just looked so awesome and fun. And I was like, how come they're doing all this really Same. awesome stuff and I'm not? And then, you know, it wasn't until later I realized like, oh, they weren't. They right. were faking cool things so they could look cool and like that was their it was marketing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we end up we end up seeing this highlight reel of their life of all the coolest things they've done, but they staged a lot of it. 
They try to make it look as cool as possible. They try to make their lives look like movies so that you're jealous of them. Yep. My favorite is I know girls who have, um, when they go through a breakup, right, they start posting on their Instagram mm -hmm. and all their story all the time because they can't be the one that's at home and, like, sad. They have to be busy and cool and having a great time. And their mind is somewhere else. Like, these people don't realize no. they're robbing themselves of their own actual individual lives yeah. for the sake of other people who are viewing from their bedrooms. Yes, all they're giving away is their own time, which ends up being their lives. And I do want to say before we move on from the AO, all this AOC talk, she's talking about holding two completely different views in mm -hmm. her mind at the same time. I think she's about to get red pilled. Change my mind. That's what it Hope feels I'm right. like. Hope I'm right. I kind of went through something similar where I, I, well, I already mentioned this I earlier. Yeah. Sorry, you Oh, I, I truly believed in the possibility of of, ever, of, the, of the human race, but at the same time, seeing this insurmountable, you know mountain of impossibility that i was up against and like mm -hmm. how the hell can i overcome a global monetary system well, but what if also a lot of the things that she's been preaching are not working and she's having to reconcile the fact that like there are policies that she is vocally backed that she doesn't actually she's not sure Good she point. supports she isn't just a person she is a brand and identity right. that a lot of lefts want to cultivate in their own daughters like she can't we talk about this with jazz jennings sometimes like <sighs> there's nowhere to go from there like this person can only continue down this path and that's scary yeah. aoc can't come out and be like well that one bipartisan bill seems kind of right. good you know she can't she has she to never, continue down yeah. this path to get point. voted back in right and like if she she's gonna get married right but if she gets pregnant she's like well actually i'm gonna leave politics because i want to be a mom that's anti-feminist like oh you know i have some questions about the way lockdown went you know maybe that's not so good she's anti-covid you know she, there is no escape for her and mm. in some ways i have sympathy Cult. for that yeah true I you can't say i was wrong the most you feminist can't. thing you can do alex is whatever you want mm -hmm. take control of your life baby such a I liberating think, like, thing that's why i said yeah yeah have a family and do whatever and you want like, you can always do politics later yeah there you go yes well i mean she's doing what she's wanted for leave yeah 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 but i think like right now the whole trend is not to have a family and it's mm -hmm. like you have to actually resist the current to have a family which is the funniest thing yeah. you know it's like it's been a meme forever to have it all so the women who are like you know what? i decided i don't want to have a job and a career i want to raise children it's like it's against the grain but yeah. it is massively feminist to do that to take control of your life if you want a baby but that's why i think they intercede i don't know how, i mean how many people you know who are feeling the pressure to decide in your early 20s that you actually don't want kids and make a permanent decision right. to go past that like yeah they are trying to head the south pass because a lot of times you actually hear it from women who are in their late 20s or in their early 30s who are like i thought the career was the most important thing but i've reached this age and i actually would prefer to focus on my family mm -hmm. and if you can prevent people from ever having that door when they hit 30 they have to continue to stand by that they made the right choice to have, get a hysterectomy when they were 21. wicked cycle wicked Yikes. cycle and then if you decide at 30 that you want a family but you don't have the man yet and you don't have the you're you know sunk. you're sunk also yeah i tweeted this abortions increase the likelihood of miscarriage that's true so, entirely correct. I, yeah i mean it's 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 a very basic thing i you know I, was, I saw the story from jennifer lawrence and she was like roe v wade and things like that and then i was like look if you support this stuff like women need to be told this that if you get abortions so like i, I look use condoms or whatever try not to get pregnant but if you get an abortion you are increasing likely that when you're older you're not gonna be able to have kids mm -hmm. and that's because there's there's damage that's caused by it it's mm -hmm. the same thing with uh taking birth control for years like those have long-term effects on the bodies but because yeah. it's seen as this revolutionary 
tool that helped many women join the workforce and gain control of their body. Like we're not supposed to criticize it. And I actually think that sets us behind. I've known a lot of women who have struggled with, you know, anxiety, depression, different things like that, and really had to push their doctors to be honest about the consequences of taking hormonal birth control. And that's scary. Like you can't even get accurate information because it goes against an ideology that we are supposed to be a hundred percent behind. Yeah. We've just jumped into a culture that says this is accepted. Here's the thing you need to do now do it. And then 20 years later, when we have the ramifications of it, we're going to be like, and I I wish women would hear that. Like you are, they are willing to sacrifice you and your personal choice and freedom and health to maintain this illusion that the ideology they pushed is worth having around yes. dude if you are willing to give up your power to medical tyrannists they will take it but it's empowering ian if you take the birth control pill it's empowering i this is terrifying what you just said amala because i think that this is exactly what's happening with the kids now so you know how like however many years ago it was birth control was an un, you know unknown but they still encouraged people to take it it was so easy for me to get on birth control i had to i like half made up an excuse mm-hmm. it was like i'm 19 now it's time i gotta figure this out right be smart or whatever and it was easy it was the easiest thing in the world and i'm terrified they're going to do the same thing with human hormones thanks for checking out this segment from the timcast irl podcast but if you want to check out the full show live tune in monday through friday at 8 p.m and if you want more special access content head over to timcast.com and become a member your membership helps sustain this company keep our journalists employed makes this show happen and you will get access to exclusive members-only segments of the TimCast IRL podcast, and there's a massive library to check out. So again, go to TimCast.com or tune in Monday through Friday at 8 p.m., and we'll see you all there. And it'll help keep him in my feed so I can give it to you. (laughs) See how this works? I don't have to pay anything for it. I just follow him on Rumble, and he sends me all their little things and what it's about. but if you listen to what and, and I like he has that little group of people there that'll they talk common sense stuff. I mean, it's not, oh, they're conservative or they're right wing or something like that. You know, like the categories that people try to put them in. They just talk common sense. And that's why I like to follow and you know listen to a lot of the stuff they have that they talk about. Uh, because I like to try and make sense around here. <laughs> but anyways, that is kind of one of our other problems that we have to try and deal with as well. Uh, going forward is technology. Um, I see it in my boy in his mental state after he's played his Xbox for a couple hours. And especially if he's... uh like hyper engaged in whatever he's playing. You know, he likes to play Madden a lot and he's really competitive that way. And uh, he'll be up there yelling at the TV that because something didn't go his way. I mean, it, it does literally start rewiring the brain or, or just short circuiting or whatever it does. But that's the same way that like they were talking about the uh, social media um, it does the same thing, and I, I noticed it in myself, and that was another factor beyond beyond them suppressing what I was trying to get across as far as a free speech advocate, that I just said, you know, it's enough. I got I to gotta do something here. I spend way too much time on Facebook. 
and I follow way too many pages, you know, and I started going through there and cleaning a bunch of them out. And just finally it was like, you know, I just got to turn it off. Just get rid of it. And like I say, there's a lot of things I miss about having when I had Facebook. But overall, my mental health of not having it has been a lot better. <laughs> I spend more time out in the yard uh, doing projects in the garage and not worrying about what's going on in Facebook land. Um, I do try and keep stuff posted into Facebook. Or not Facebook, but uh, Instagram, which is still owned by Meta. And I don't know. One of those things we got to keep track of our kids and social media, though. Especially like like TikTok. TikTok is horrible. I mean, I know everybody's like, oh, it's trendy. You know, the kids get to do these stupid dances and whatever else they do on TikTok. I don't know. I'm not on there. Don't ever care to be. But Joe Rogan also had an episode where he started reading through the terms of service that TikTok has. And it basically, you sell everything to them. The the access to your phone, you, your personal, everything. I mean, right down to the keystrokes as far as what he was reading was true. It gets access to everything. And where that information goes... I've heard different stories, but probably back to China. <laughs> yeah, I'd... So, I don't let my kids have social media at all, regardless of that. Uh, it's just not worth sacrificing their mental health for it, uh, so they can be cool with all their other friends in school. I'd rather have them not be cool, or the perceived perception of what cool is these days and have them be mentally stable <laughs> or at least more mentally stable by not having to deal with that stuff so i guess that's probably about all i'm gonna say today kind of will end it on that uh, just kind of a wake-up call i guess for all of us and uh I don't know, more. some people are probably dealing with this stuff a lot more than others. And, uh, yeah, that's probably about it. So I want to say thank you for listening and tuning in and once again to my ramblings here on the Nielsen Show. And we will try and get back to some more, uh, I don't know, I guess just whatever I find. Uh, I've still been saving a bunch of stuff on my Instagram so we can do some more uh, things of my Instagram. And hopefully I'm going to have some other stuff, uh, some other stories of people's lives and stuff as soon as I can get the information. But until then, here's the Nielsen Show where we're constantly improving but never, never getting better. Uh, till next time. Thanks for listening.